Hey there, I'm Nanzea, and this is Market Scale Grow, a podcast created for ambitious teacherpreneurs looking to have a bigger impact on the world, achieve freedom, flexibility, and ultimately make more money. With weekly strategy sessions and inspiring stories from fellow teachers just like you, my goal here is to help you create a customized marketing strategy so you can grow your teacher business beyond your wildest dreams. Welcome back to Market Scale Grow. I'm your host, Anzea, and this is a Saturday strategy session. Today, we're going to be talking about bringing new people into your audience with visibility ads. We're going to jump into what exactly visibility is. Do you really, really, really need to be more visible? Ways to be more visible. And then we're going to talk about ads. So what exactly visibility ads are, why they're important, and how they're different from a boosted post and what I recommend you do instead of boosting a post and my reasons behind that and all. So what is visibility? That is just being seen, being visible, getting in front of new people, getting in front of more people, staying top of mind so that people don't forget who you are. It really is just having a presence. And I've heard the word omnipresence being thrown around a lot more recently, which kind of just means that you're everywhere, like all presence. <laughs> so Getting more visible and being visible just in general just means being seen by more people, by new people, and staying top of mind so that they don't forget who you are. And if you're thinking, do I really need to be more visible? The answer is yes. This helps you stay relevant so that when somebody is ready to buy, they know exactly who to reach out to immediately. If there's a nagging feeling in the back of your head, or maybe it's more conscious or more in the front of your mind than that about not getting visible, I really want you to sit with that and try and figure out why. I know myself, I struggled with the idea of being more visible would equal being more successful and having this limited belief, I guess, that I can't be more successful. I shouldn't be more successful. I can't handle being more successful. And so I like block myself. So maybe you're struggling with that idea of being more visible is going to equal more success. And can you actually handle it? And yes, absolutely. You can handle more clients. You can handle more people in your courses. There are ways for you to grow and scale your business. I don't want you to cut yourself short. Also, the feeling of like, this is working can be very scary. Many people struggle with imposter syndrome of feeling like they're not good enough, they're not worthy, they don't actually know what they're talking about. If someone opens the curtains, then they'll realize like it's all just a big joke. When it probably isn't, you probably do know what you're talking about. You probably have an awareness. You're probably not trying to fool people. You're probably not an imposter, but we have this feeling that everyone else knows exactly what we're talking about. And even though it's our zone of genius, and not other people's zones of geniuses. We still struggle with this idea that they know more than me or they are going to realize that I don't actually know what I'm talking about when we do. And so getting more visible puts more pressure on us to have confidence in ourselves. And I really feel like we need to have that confidence in ourselves. And If you're not getting more visible, if you're not getting in front of new audiences, in front of more people and staying relevant, staying top of mind, then your business is going to get stagnant. And I 
don't love stagnant businesses. (laughs) If your business isn't growing and it's stagnant, then that's kind of the beginning of, of a slow death. And maybe not the actual ending of your business, but the slower things are, the harder it is to ramp back up. And so staying visible, getting more visible will help you to build momentum. So there's three different ways that you can be more visible. The first one is through organic measures, things like posting on social media, using Pinterest, optimizing your blog for search engine optimization, the SEO factor, creating long form content and posting about that, doing things like TikToks or Reels and using hashtags, the organic ways to just get in front of more people. The second one is collaborations. And this is where we're working with other people and borrowing their network to grow our own network. And so you're working together, you're providing their audience with something very valuable. And then in turn, hopefully their audience will start to follow you and eventually become clients. And then the third one is paid ads. And so you're paying to get your content in front of more people. And usually I talk about paid ads in regards to growing your email list. And I recommend that you're spending 80 to 90%, if not more of your budget on list building ads and growing your email list because selling through email is an amazing strategy. Nurturing relationships through email is very powerful. You're not fighting the algorithm. I could go on and on about why I believe list building should be your number one focus with ads. But once you have your list building ad up and running, adding in some visibility ads that we're going to talk about in a second is a very strong strategy because then your content is being put in front of more people. And after somebody sees your visibility ad, then they start seeing your list building ad, get them on their email list. And it's like, bang, 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 things are just starting to work. Momentum is building and growing and you're moving people forward. Visibility ads are going to get your social media content or my preference is your long form content, so your blog, podcast, or video content in front of more people. It's going to increase your presence. It's going to increase your visibility. More people are going to see you, again, with the staying relevant and top of mind. Visibility ads are very, very similar and in fact could be a boost to post. But I don't think that boosting a post is the best choice because my personal preference is to drive the traffic to your long form content. So you're showing up in front of more people and you're being more visible, but you're also nurturing people at the same time by providing that high quality, valuable content. And you're getting more eyes on your blog, more ears on your podcast, and really nurturing, building those relationships, showing that you're the expert at the same time. And using ads is a great way to have this happening all of the time without you being present online 100% of the time. This omnipresence idea of like showing up everywhere and being everywhere all the time is really challenging when we're trying to get away from social media and we don't want to be there and we there's this love-hate almost relationship with social media, right? And so using ads can be a very powerful strategy to help you show up on repeat regularly, consistently, whatever you want to say there, but not actually be on social media, be posting 17 TikToks a day, whatever it is. Let's talk about how you would pick the content for a visibility ad and whether you're going to choose a social media post or a piece of long form content like your blog, it doesn't matter. I still would give the same advice. 
Number one is try to pick something that does well organically or that did well organically because something that does well organically is much more likely to do well when you put ad spend behind it. Ads tend to amplify organic success. So what's working in your business without ads is going to usually, not always, but usually continue to work when you put money behind it and work at a greater scale. If something isn't working without any ads, when you put ads, typically it's going to continue not working. But now you're spending money for something that's not working. So my first recommendation is pick a social media post or pick a piece of long form content that did well organically. My second piece of advice is to pick something that your ideal client or ideal customer would get value from. And third piece of advice that kind of goes with that second one is make sure that this piece of content, whether social media or long form, that this piece of content showcases you as an expert. And so I have podcast episodes that have done extremely well that are guest episodes. They've done really, really well organically. And the content in them is something that serves my audience. Absolutely. But when it's a guest episode, what I'm really trying to do is highlight that guest as an expert in their field. So it's not highlighting me as an expert. And when I'm picking something for an ad, I really want to hit all three of those boxes. Does well organically or did well organically, serves my audience in a way that's related to my paid offer. So for me, it would be a podcast episode that is very focused on Facebook ads. So did well organically is serving my audience in a way that would help them get closer to buying from me. And then the third one is it showcases me as the expert. And so again, for me, that would be not a guest episode. It would be a solo episode where I am speaking to you as I am in this episode. That feels a little meta. I'm not 100% sure if it is or not, but it feels a little meta. Hey, Jenzea here interrupting the episode to let you know I am hosting a workshop on August 2nd and you're invited. Together, we're going to say so long summer slowdown and I am going to give you my top tips for getting out of the slow sludginess of summer and back into marketing your business. It is happening on August 2nd at 1 p.m. Eastern time and the workshop is $20. You can go to market scale grow forward slash summertime to get your ticket and join us. Again, that's August 2nd at 1 p.m. Eastern time. See you there those are like kind of your three checkboxes of, is it a good visibility ad? And you can find posts or content in all of those that check one or two, but not all three boxes. So whenever I post a picture of my husband and I, or my kids, those do extremely well, right? People love seeing that side of my life. It's personal, but it doesn't support my audience to, you know, get closer to the goal of paying me to run their Facebook ads. And it doesn't showcase me as an expert, (laughs) right? It showcases me as a mom, which I think I'm pretty decent at, but it's not my expertise. It pays me as a wife, which we're very happy in our relationship, but I also don't think I'm an expert there in any way. So it's not doing their job. Similarly, if you have a meme or a post of your dog or of your coffee that you had this morning, those are all going to be probably pretty engaging organically and are going to have done well organically, but they aren't going to hit the other boxes of bringing your clients or customers closer to that sale and really serving them and also showcasing you as an expert. So 
often we stop at that first checkbox, like did this do well organically, but I really want you to continue through all three of them. Now, the last thing I want to chat about is how this type of visibility ad that I'm talking about is different than a boosted post. On Facebook and Instagram on your business page, like your Facebook business page or your Instagram business profile, there are under your posts, those blue boost post buttons. And what that's going to do is going to create an engagement ad. Engagement ads are looking for likes, comments, shares. These are vanity metrics, which feel really nice and are great. And people would be engaging with your content if you've hit the other three boxes, like those three boxes, did well organically, serves your audience, showcases you as an expert, and you have that list building ad going already. Boosting a post like that could be beneficial because you'll have more people engaging in that post once they've engaged in that post that you boosted they'll start to see your list building ads and get on your email list, hopefully. But the reason why I don't recommend it is, number one, you have less control when you hit the boost a post button as opposed to setting him an ad on the back end. Number two, I do prefer sending traffic to something that is pixeled. So your blog post could be pixeled, your podcast show notes should be pixeled that are on your website. If you have video content, I would recommend uploading that onto your Facebook business page, or you can just create the ad with it and then that would automatically happen. Not sending traffic to like YouTube or your, well, you could send it to your own website if your website's pixeled, right? But YouTube or some other video streaming platform, those probably aren't pixeled. And so you really want to send traffic, either keep them on the Facebook and Instagram platform and watching the video there or to your website with the pixel installed, because that allows you to do that retargeting. Once somebody sees your content, reads your blog post, or watches that video, the pixel picks them up and says, ooh, yes. And then they can start seeing those additional ads. And then the last piece, I kind of touched on this a bit, but boost of posts and engagement ads are really focused on those vanity metrics, whereas you really want metrics that are showing growth. So things like your email list subscribers are increasing, podcast downloads are increasing. Those types of metrics, well, yes, your podcast downloads might be a little bit more vanity because it's not public for the whole world to see. It's, it is a little bit different. So I just want you to keep that in mind. Also, long form content is more nurturing than a social post typically because it's a longer form content. Someone has to put in more time and energy to consume that content. Whereas social media, we're just scroll, scroll, double tap, scroll, scroll, double tap, scroll, double tap, scroll, scroll, scroll. Someone doesn't need to engage at the same level with that Instagram post or TikTok reel or whatever it is. They're not engaging at the same level. And that's why driving them to your long form content that requires a bit more buy-in, a bit more energy, a bit more time is going to help build that relationship, build that bond and nurture them a little bit more. So those are my thoughts about bringing in new people to your audience, facing your fears about getting more visible and exactly how I recommend choosing the content for your visibility ads. If you have any questions about this at all, send me a DM on Instagram. I'm at Shenzea, and thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for listening to this episode of Market Scale Grow. I'm so thankful that you've taken some time out of your busy schedule to make me part of your journey. 
If you love this podcast, don't forget to share it with your friends and then head to your favorite podcast app to subscribe so that you won't miss next week's episode or any of the upcoming ones. And if you loved it, be sure to leave a review on Apple Podcasts so that other people can find this podcast and we can impact teachers and teacher business owners around the world. Thank you so much for listening and I'll be back in your ears next week with another Saturday strategy session.